guys, welcome to my podcast, Fast Break Hoops. Today I am back with my wonderful co-host, who I've missed so much, and... Hello. There she is. Yep. I was in the episode, the under top 10 underrated players. Yeah, or my list of underrated players in NBA yeah. history. And uh, it was a lot of fun, so um, I'm back. And um, we have a podcast, uh, a girl, a guy, and a TV that we do together. Um, so that's where, if you're interested in hearing my thoughts on stuff, you can check that out. And I do that podcast with you as well, and that's a lot of fun. Yes. And my my uh, nickname is Blue. That's my alias, so hello. <laughs> and you can just call me Matt. <laughs> yeah. But you go by a different name on yeah. our podcast, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so today's episode, we're going to do, um, and then we were talking a lot um, about basketball yesterday yes. with the um, Last Dance airing on ESPN, and we were, I was reading a lot of stuff about Michael Jordan to you last night, and um, we were talking about maybe we should do an episode about the, or your opinion of the top five players of the 80s yes. and the 90s. Yes. This episode will just focus on the '80s, and then we'll we'll put another episode of you talking about your top five of the '90s. Yes, it's definitely um, something I'm excited to do. Controversial, yes. a I, lot of people subjective. It's going to be very, um, you know, it's going to incite some conversation, I guess, which is always. But I really like good. countdowns. Like I think it's a lot of fun to when people do countdowns and then they give their opinions on why. Yeah. I really like that type of stuff. All right, so this episode, like I said, we'll talk about the top five NBA players of the 1980s. Yes. And what was your criteria for making this list? What well, did you look at? It's got to be rings, the best teams, uh, MVPs. Um, that's it, mainly, you know, rings. Yeah. The best teams. Uh, and But don't you awards. think that there was a lot of people, and, and we talk about this, that were great players, but maybe they had bad teammates or they didn't have the opportunity to get a ring. It doesn't mean that you suck. Well, yeah. So how could you really quantify... Well, the 80s is just ruled by, you know, you're talking about the greatest I know, Celtics history. versus Lakers. Yeah. That was the... That, wasn't the eight years of the 10 or something? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those guys went to the finals. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I know, but I'm saying... Don't you think that there was a lot of players in that decade or even, you know... Of course. And like, all the decades who never got the opportunity to go to the finals... Like Dominic Corbin. ...or far in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. You said he was like a beast. He is. He yeah. Was. And is he a Hall of Famer? Uh, yeah, but it took yeah. too long for him to get in. Yeah. And he's a historically underrated player. And, you know, mm-hmm. the guy's a, a monster. I mean, yeah. He went toe-to-toe with Jordan Bird. You know, and he won a lot of battles against him, too. But do you think if he was on a better team, he would have a ring? Or many rings? Yeah, if he had the right team around him, I'm sure he could have, could be, you know? Or do you think that those errors were just... they, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and Michael Jordan were just so unstoppable in those errors that nobody, even if you had a great team, could take them down? No, I mean, it's all about the team. If you have enough Hall of Fame, great talent around you, I mean, you can compete, but you need three pieces maybe to compete back in the 80s. I mean, you're talking the greatest teams ever. Showtime Lakers, you know, Celtics, 85 Celtics, you know. I mean, they lost one game all season at home. So, yeah. Okay. 
So let's start our list. Who's your number five pick for um, best player of the 1980s? Okay, so this guy's career was winding down some in the 80s. Uh, he wasn't on his peak anymore. He dominated a lot of the 70s, basically. You could make a case for saying this guy's the best player of the 70s. And that is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was still on the Lakers and, you know, still winning a lot of rings as Magic Johnson's partner. And probably... How many rings does he have? Uh, I believe five. I thought he... Oh, he doesn't have six? Five or six. Mm-hmm. Now, he played basically the whole decade. I think he retired in 1989. Mm. Yes. And wasn't he like 40 or in the early 40s? He's, no, I, I mean, he's almost 40. Oh, okay. I think he's like 39 or something, but I'm not yeah. 100% sure. But, uh, you know, the guy is an, a legend. Why don't I look that up? I'm going to look up... Why don't you just keep talking? I'm just going to look up how many rings he has. Yeah, the guy is a legend. Um, if you haven't seen his HBO documentary, Minority of One, uh, I would definitely check that out because it's one of those best sports documentaries uh, out there. I think I watched that with you. It's really good. Oh, he, he was a coach for 11 years? It says coaching career, 2000 to 2011. Well, yeah, he's like an assistant coach. Oh, okay. Yes, he, wow, yes. Six NBA championships oh, teamed yeah. as a player and two more as an assistant coach. Yes. That's what I thought. I thought he was tied with Jordan at six. Yeah. He was a record six-time NBA MVP, a record 19-time NBA All-Star, a 15-time All-NBA selection, and an 11-time NBA All-Defensive team yeah. member. The guy's career, I mean, you could say he's arguably one of the three or four best players in history. He's still all-time. And he was twice. Champion. Yeah. He was twice voted NBA Finals MVP. Yeah. So that's why I had to put him on my list, even in the 80s, even though he wasn't as good as he was in the 70s. But, yeah, he still deserved to be in the top five, I think. Yeah. So that's really interesting. So does, does that mean, wait a second, a record six-time NBA MVP, that means for the season, not in. Right, regular oh, season. Okay, MVP. okay, okay. Right. And no one's ever done that since? I guess not. I, Jordan won a lot. I think he had like five or six MVPs. Well, then they, he wouldn't be tied five, with five, maybe, okay. I don't know, five. We'll yeah. have to look that up too. Um, so that So yeah, he did win six rings. That's what I thought. And you're no, he he was forty two when he retired. Well, I know he was pretty old. I yeah. know exactly, but yeah. Yeah. So he played for twenty years, yeah. Yes. It's interesting. I never knew he was a coach. Yeah, I think he's an assistant for the Clippers. And the Lakers and the Oklahoma Storm. Hmm. WNBA team. Oh, Oklahoma Storm? I think so. It might be a G League team. Um, it sounds like WNBA to me. It's a USBL. Oh, yeah. That's like, my, I think a minor league basketball team. Mm-hmm. Apparently they just, they're disbanded. Because the it. USBL, it dissolved. Yeah. So, let's get on with it. And <laughs> this is interesting. Yeah, I mean. It's definitely. It's good to have, you know. Fact checker, I've said. I mean, he has so many 
um, career highlights yeah. and awards. I mean, if you just scroll down, I mean, he's just, wow. He's arguably the best college player in history, too. I mean, he played for UCLA under John Wooden. So he was an, uh, it says an assistant coach, a two-time NBA champion in 2009-2010. So he was assistant coach with the Lakers when Kobe won the back-to-back. I guess so. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even remember that because yeah. I watched those games. I don't remember him even being there, although I wasn't really, you know, paying attention to the Lakers. I was I was rooting for the Celtics. But. Yes. <laughs> so was I. So you're saying he was a great, um, Kareem's a great college player. Of course. He won, apparently he won 71 consecutive basketball games on his high school team. Wow. And he played for UCLA. Yep. On three consecutive national championships teams. Yes. And was a record three-time MVP of the NCAA tournament. Yes. Wow. And back then he couldn't play as a freshman, so that's why he could have won four titles probably if, you know, he would have won wow. four, but you couldn't play as a freshman back then. And uh, also an interesting fact is the NCAA, um, when Kareem was in college, they started a new, uh, a new role about you can't dunk anymore in a basketball game because Kareem was so good to try to stop him. Skyhook. Yep. Dunking. You can't stop. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the skyhook's different. It's just yeah. a shot. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, when he retired, because um, he's 73 now, it's pretty amazing. He, he looks good. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, he's seven foot two. I yep. think you knew that, right? Seven yep. two. 225. And he's in airplane. Yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. Do you like gladiator movies, Joey? <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's get on to number. No, I, I, let me just like add one more thing. He so he retired at forty-two. Is that like the oldest that a basketball player has retired? Nah, I'm sure there's been people. Really, yeah. I feel like forty-two is old though for basketball. Oh yeah, it is. It's ancient. Because so. it's not like baseball. Right. Yeah. Okay. So he's your number five. All right, who's your number four for uh, best NBA player of the 1980s? Number four, um, and this might break some hearts. It's going to break a lot of hearts, but I'm going to go with Michael Jordan. Okay. And I'm, this is of the 80s, okay? Yes. Of the 90s, he's number one. Well, don't spoil it yet. I know, but I'm just saying everyone knows, everyone knows it, you know. Yeah. Okay. But in the 80s, he didn't win any titles. You know, he was, he only played in about half the decade. And obviously, everyone knew what the guy was going to go on to, but he didn't win any rings. Well, actually, I'm looking this up. In 1988, he was an NBA MVP. Oh, of course. I know he was. Five-time NBA MVP. Excuse me. Five-time NBA MVP. So he doesn't. So Kareem still is, I think, the lead. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I would have thought, honestly, if somebody said who has the most NBA MVPs, I would have said MJ just because. Yeah, well, he's I think the LeBron's goat. got four too, so and he could have won one this year. Hmm. He's probably the favorite right now to get five this year. So. Wow. Yep. I never knew too that Michael Jordan played the nineteen eighty four Los Angeles Olympic Games. And he won the gold. Yes. I didn't know that. So he played, that was his first year in the league. Yes. Okay, so he didn't play as a college player. No. Like he was, Christian Leitner. It was before his rookie season, basically. Okay. But he'd already been drafted by the Bulls, I believe. 
yeah, and then the Olympics started. Because everyone was like, well, um, you know, if they saw him in the Olympics, uh, then he would have went number one probably instead of came. Let me just read about Michael Jordan's uh, accomplishments real quick. Not like everyone doesn't know, but let me just say, he's got six NBA Finals MVP awards, 10 scoring titles, both all-time records, five MVP awards, 10 all-NBA first-team designations, nine all-defensive first-team honors, 14 NBA All-Star game selections, three All-Star game MVP awards, three steal titles, and the 1988 NBA Defensive Player of the Year award. Yes. He also holds the NBA records for highest career regular season scoring average, 30.12 points per game, and highest career playoff scoring average, 33.45 points per game. And in 1999, he was named the greatest North American athlete of the 20th century by ESPN and was second to Babe Ruth on the Associated Press's list of athletes of the century. Impressive. And he's your number four. Yes, but you're but just going based on the 1980s because he was still Well, he didn't make the finals in the 80s, so, right. you know. I thought... He's knocking on the door at the end. I mean, he really was, right. but... So I thought he went to the he never went to the Eastern Conference Finals at all in the eighties. Yeah, he did. Okay, but never the he, NBA Finals. Right. He lost to the Pistons. In nineteen ninety or in the late eighties. Okay. Yeah. All right. But that's why I got him as number four on the list, and um, you know, like I said before, everyone knows he's the greatest of all time. But I can't say the guys. He didn't have the best. Well. There's better people in the 80s that had better careers than the 80s. I mean, straight up. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows about his accomplishments, and he's, you know, the best ever, period. And now... Who's your number three? I'm going to go to number three. Best player of the 80s. And I'm going to go with Isaiah Thomas. Oh, I thought... You'd pick somebody else. You're changing nope. it up. No, nope. I'm going with Isaiah Thomas. Okay. Because he was on, I would say, if you put it this way, the three best teams of the 80s were it's the, the Lakers, the Celtics, and the Detroit Pistons. No question about it. He won two titles. Um, you know, he was, the Pistons were right there on everyone's door and they were competitive with everyone. Everyone had trouble playing, you know, the Pistons and he was a star of the team. He's the reason they were that good. He was unbelievable. He played big in big games. He had 25 points in a quarter. Wait a second. I'm looking this up. He was a coach for the Indiana Pacers and the New York Knicks. So you said that Reggie Miller, what year did Reggie Miller go to the finals? Because you said it was 2000, but Isaiah Thomas was the coach for the Indiana Pacers from 2000 to well, 2003. I said it was the first year that Shaq and Kobe won the ring. Which, baby which would have been 2000. So then Isaiah or, Thomas was coaching Reggie Miller then? 9-9-2000. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. And this, and this is 2000-2001. Yes. That's interesting. The NBA is elapsed over... Two separate years. So yeah, I, I understand. It gets confusing at times, but yeah. Okay. Was that Larry... So that must have been Larry Bird's last season as a coach. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He was good, but he just... I think all the back problems and stuff, he was just, you know, 
You're right. 1999 to 2000, Larry Bird, and then 2000 to 2001, Isaiah Thomas. This is interesting. Mm -hmm. The more you know, Wikipedia is very interesting. It's Back a rabbit to hole. Zeke, baby. Okay, now. Okay. <laughs> okay, the guy was amazing. Um, he put, like I said, he scored 25 points, you know, in a finals game uh, on one leg. You know, I mean, he's going against the best. He's going against the Celtics. He's going against the Bulls. He's going against the Lakers. And because his teams were the third best of the 80s easily, you know, that's why he's number three on my list. I mean, that's fair. This is interesting. He only has, well, only, he has about almost 19,000 career points. How come he doesn't have as many points? How, how come he never reached the 30,000 mark? Is that just because he didn't play very long? I mean, he played for... 1981 to 1994, so 13 years. I mean, that's the same as Kevin McHale, for instance. And, well, and, and Larry Bird only played for 12 years, so I'm saying... I think when Isaiah Thomas started um, winding down just a little bit, he was the kind of guy that really didn't want to just, you know, hang around to rack up points because he was so competitive, and there was such vitriol against the Pistons and so many guys like so he had so much pride you know you gotta understand the guy had so much pride that he didn't want to see his he didn't want to decline if he couldn't decline he can back up his talk basically you gotta understand this if he couldn't play at a high level he didn't want to be around anymore basically so he wasn't just gonna stay for like scoring no he was more of a facilitator, but he's also a really good scorer. This too. is interesting too. He played collegiately for the Indiana Hoosiers. Yes, and they went leading them to the nineteen eighty one NCAA championship as a sophomore and declaring for the NBA draft. He was taken second overall pick by the Pistons in nineteen eighty one and played yes. for them his entire career. So that's so is that why he went back to Indiana to coach? Yes. Okay. See, I didn't, this is interesting. I didn't know any of this stuff. I don't know much about him. I think yeah, I think they went undefeated when he was there. Uh, um, Pretty sure when they won the national title, but I could be wrong again. Anyway, um, that's why he's number three on my list of best players of the 80s. So let me just read some of his stats Go for ahead. people. As a player, he's a two-time NBA champion in 1989 and 1990. Yes. Uh, NBA Finals MVP in 1990. Who was the NBA Finals then in 1989 then? I can't believe it wasn't him. I think it was Joe Dumars. Oh, okay. 12-time NBA All-Star, 2-time NBA All-Star Game MVP, 3-time All-NBA First Team, 2-time All-NBA Second Team, an NBA All-Star Rookie First Team, and an NBA Assist Leader in 1985. Um, and he was, you know, I think all these players are on the, the top 50 um, greatest players when they did that list. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, like I said, all, all these athletes just have amazing, you know, yeah. a resume. Like, if you just look at all their awards, it's just a laundry list of yes. accomplishments. It's amazing. Okay, who's your second choice for um, best player of the 1980s? I have to go with um, number 33, the hick from French Slick, Larry Bird. Um, he won three rings. Um, and he was widely considered the first or second best player of the 80s right up there, you know, with, uh, Magic Johnson, 
His teams were also very good. Uh, they won three titles in the 80s. Could have easily won more, but, uh, you know, his 85 Celtics team is considered one of the best teams in history. You know, Larry Bird, Mikel, Dennis Johnson, uh, Robert Parrish, Danny Ainge, when he's young. Um, a great team, and Bill Walton also played for them. Uh, this is interesting. As of t 2020, Larry Bird is the only person in NBA history to be named Rookie of the Year, Most Valuable Player, NBA Finals MVP, All-Star MVP, Coach of the Year, mm -hmm. and Executive of the Year. Okay. Here's the damn wow. thing about Larry Bird. He averaged more career rebounds a game than Patrick Ewing, <laughs> a Hall of Fame center. Now, now think about that. Now that's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's a small forward, power forward. Yeah. 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 Great outside shooter, um, clutch, the probably the best clutch player in NBA history. I mean, he invented the, the buzzer beater. I mean, he was known for that. Um, he's a great passer, selfless. Um, played team basketball. Very good defensive player. Um, underrated. Ready defensively, he really had a knack for making smart plays defensively. Um, knocking the ball loose, coming up with steals. He was a, he was a thought ahead of, like, you know, it's like everyone else was playing checkers and Larry Bird was playing chess, basically, as Bill Walton said in his Sports Century documentary. And that's true. He was just a very, very smart player, and that's how he got the most out of his game. He had a mental edge. Can I read his, some of his credentials? Go ahead. Three-time NBA champion, two-time NBA Finals MVP, three-time NBA Most Valuable Player, 12-time NBA All-Star. This is interesting. So one year, he didn't make it. He didn't make it in 1989. Why is that? Did he have back injuries? Was he out that season mostly? I think so. Okay. NBA All-Star Game MVP, nine-time All-NBA First Team, All-NBA Second Team, Three-time NBA All-Defensive Second Team, NBA Rookie of the Year, and three-time NBA Three-Point Contest Champion. Yes. Wow. I watched all those. Yeah. I had. I saw. I think I have the tape in my house from when I was a kid. We used to watch all those. His, yeah. Well, you would have been really young. Yeah. And I also had Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins. And what is uh, this? A two-time fifty-forty-ninety club. That is um, where where you shoot fifty percent from the field. 90% from the free throw line and 40% uh, from the three-point line. It's very, you know, only a few guys have done that. Steph Curry has done it. Uh, Steve Kerr. I think Steve Nash did it. 50% field goal, 40% three-point, and 90% free throw. It's very hard Is to do. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Only nine players in NBA and WNBA history, only nine players have recorded that. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Just shows you what a good shooter he was. Only Steve Nash, four times, and Larry Bird twice have had re repeat 50, 40, 90 seasons. Bob Boom. That's what I just told you. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's just like, you know, reading Wikipedia, I get lost in it. It's good. Yeah. Okay, and who is your number one selection for best player of the 1980s? Number one from Michigan State. Irvin Magic Johnson. Okay. Five rings. His team was 
won the most titles of the decade. Uh, he was widely considered the best player of the decade. And uh, he had a lot of help. Uh, he had some great teams. He was fortunate enough to inherit Kareem. Uh, but after the early 80s, I'd say after 81, 82, Magic Johnson was the best player in the Lakers. And this is interesting. So it says he apparently retired three times. I never under I never knew that. So he retired once in nineteen ninety one when he yes. announced that he contracted HIV. But he returned to play in the nineteen ninety two All Star game, winning yes. the All Star MVP award. And then he went to the Dream Team. After protests from his fellow players, he retired again for four years, but returned in nineteen ninety six at age thirty six to play thirty two games for the Lakers before retiring for the third and final time. Yes. So why did people have protests because he was HIV? Yes. And they were what like scared? Yeah. Like they they were ignorant back then mm -hmm. and like didn't know that like you can't catch it like uh, yeah or you can't catch it through like drink you know yeah drinking someone's drink or whatever yeah I know that if he you know his career was shut or cut short because of HIV obviously but um, this is interesting. he was number thirty two and he played for thirty two games went before he retired again. That's cool. Did you know that he was number 32? Of course. Well, I know, but did you know that he had played for 32 games before he retired? No. That's interesting. Yes. Sorry. He's like, he's really, I mean, I mean, I, I never watched him. Like, I, you know, I didn't grow up watching basketball. Um, I was into, like, other things. I wasn't really into, like, watching sports, like, growing up as a kid. But I will say that he, um, I mean, he, next year will be 30 years since he was, you know, made that the the hiv announcement yes it's amazing like in 30 years how far um, medicine and everything yeah because at the time it was a death sentence yes his life has he's much more of a basketball player his life has become much more yeah uh to a lot of people than that it's bigger than you know basketball and the guys an he icon. only has seventeen thousand seven hundred and seven points well he's a the greatest passing point guard oh. of all time. Okay, so he didn't really make a lot of shots. Right, he averaged oh. 11 assists per game, a game for his career. Yeah. And I know in the 80s, he had single season uh, records for most assists per game, which I'm not sure if anyone ever broke him, but um, you know, I know that he set some pretty crazy records. So I didn't know too, he was a coach of the Lakers in 1994. Yeah, briefly. I remember that. Oh, okay. Why? But, like, why was he only... Why, let me look this up. Why, why was he, he only a coach briefly? He didn't win, so... They had a really bad team when he went there, so... Mm -hmm. He went into basically, a, you know, a death trap or whatever, and, you know, yeah. Mm. That's interesting. So who... Who did he take that from? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, Okay. And then just before the start of the season, that's when Michael Jordan shocked the world by announcing his retirement following the passing of his father. Yes. So, so that was like a really like yes. turbulent season anyway. Absolutely. Right. And this is, speaking about Isaiah Thomas, um, he suffered a torn Achilles tendon in a game against the Orlando Magic in April 94, which led to his retirement from the NBA. And just a few months prior, teammate Bill Lambeer announced his retirement, citing a lack of desire to play. 
their retirements came just several months short of Grant Hill's arrival the next season. Yeah, I knew that Isaiah got hurt and they didn't want it. He was just done. And here we go about um, Magic Johnson. He tried his hand at coaching, but the Lakers missed the playoffs for just the fourth time in NBA history and the first time since 1976, and Johnson refused to come back for the 1994-95 season. Both L.A.-based teams. Oh, so, so, so he was at the tail end then of 93-94. Yes. Okay, so he, okay. Um, both L.A.-based teams post a collective mark of 60-104, marking the first time both the Lakers and Clippers missed the playoffs together since the latter team's arrival in Los Angeles in 1984. So, so that was just a really bad, like, season. Yes. Okay. Damn. All right, continue. Anything else you want to add? Let me just read some of his, his uh, highlights. As a player, a five-time NBA champion, three-time NBA Finals MVP, three-time NBA MVP, 12-time NBA All-Star, two-time NBA All-Star Game MVP, nine-time All-NBA First Team, um, one-time All-NBA Second Team, NBA All-Rookie Team, four-time NBA Assist Leader, two-time NBA Steals Leader. I mean... I didn't know that. You didn't know about the, the Steals Leader? No. 1981 and 1982. How come he was, uh, he was in 1982 all NBA second team? And then he was a nine time all NBA first team starting in 1983. So he wasn't as good in 1982 to make the first team? I guess not. But he had already won t titles by then. Who knows? Um... <laughs> Maybe well, I'm maybe, just, you know, I, 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 I know I'm, like, asking, like, a lot of, like, you know, crazy questions, but... He was still great. I'm just... This is, like, interesting to me. Yeah, he's still great. Yeah. And then, of course, he played for the Dream Team. Is everybody on your list except Isaiah Thomas? Because that whole controversy. They all played for the Dream Team. Except no, Kareem. Because well, he'd retired by then. Yeah. But do you think if Kareem... Okay, let me ask you an interesting question. If Kareem would still be... If Kareem had not retired, would he have been able to play for the Dream Team? Of course. Even if he had been, like, in, like, his late 30s? Probably. You, okay. Who would you have kicked out of that nice 92 Dream Team to make way for Kareem? Uh, okay. Um, Christian Leitner. No, I know. Okay, besides him, because... Uh, I mean, an actual... Mullen. Okay. All right. And then apparently Magic Johnson, too, is rated the greatest NBA point guard of all time by ESPN in 2007. Yes, I agree. And that's a great documentary, uh, Magic, Magic vs. Bird or something. Yeah, I think it's called A Courtship of Kings. Magic vs. Bird. Yeah. And I, I watched it. It's on HBO. Um, I watched it years ago when it first came out with my mom, and it's a really good documentary. I really enjoyed it. Yes. I learned a lot. What I like too, Magic Johnson, oh, this is interesting too. Um, he purchased the Los Angeles, he's a part of a group of investors that purchased the Los Angeles Dodgers in 2012 and the Los Angeles Sparks in 2014. Yes. And now the Dodgers are probably the best franchise in baseball. Wow. No doubt. I mean, he actually, like, people don't understand, I think, because AIDS, HIV isn't like maybe as prevalent, maybe it's not like a death sentence now than it was in the 80s and 90s. But he, at the time, it was still considered a quote-unquote gay disease that heterosexuals should not worry about. And his bravery in, like, you know, basically saying, that like, no, anyone can, 
can he, can like get this. Yeah, um, it was very commendable because he put a, a face and a name to the disease that yeah, before a lot of then people just, just cowered away and you know tried to hide yeah, everything. Yeah, and but people and, were ignorant about who could get it, and he really like dispelled the stereotype. So I think that was really like monumental culturally. Yeah, I mean he could have played it a lot in uh, you know, probably six seven years. Yeah, because he was only how old? Thirty two, I believe. When... What? Siri, he was thirty two, and his number was thirty two. Yes, That's... I believe so. It's the last season. You're right. Yeah, he was thirty two. Well, he's born August fourteenth. Yep. Uh-huh. One day after someone we know. Yeah. AKA <laughs> me. <laughs> but obviously different years. Um, I know. I'm finishing this. <laughs> I'm just very interested. You're you're right. He was he was 32. That's interesting. Okay. Anyway, he went in 1991 against the Bulls, but he lost in the NBA Finals to Michael yes. Jordan. Yes. Now, now tell me this. Do you think if he had played for let's say the majority of the 90s that he could have taken on the Bulls? During mm. their three peats, do you think that he the Bulls wouldn't have gotten two three peats, or Honestly, do you think he would have been retired by I don't the time think take Michael any Jordan came from back? Them. I don't think he would have taken any titles from them, but I do think he could have gone come out of the West and played against them more, definitely. So you don't think they would have been any match for him at that point? Well, not no. Jordan was just you know the guy then, so. Yeah, but it would have been interesting now if they got another guy to go play with him. Uh, right. You know, and a really good player. They had Vlad Divac, who was a really good center uh, early on, um, who they eventually traded for Kobe Bryant. Some some yeah. bum who amounted to nothing. Sarcasm. But, yeah. Um, I think that he, <laughs> he probably could have gone to the finals, but not. Uh, I don't think they would take any rings from him. Like, I could see them beating Portland, or I could see the Lakers getting past Portland in the Western. Do you think they would have beat Western Conference? the Rockets? Um, Are the Rockets an Eastern team? Western or, team. Okay, okay. Do you think they could have beaten them in 94-95? No. Really? Doubt it. Wow. Okay. Well, that's your opinion. <laughs> anyway, we're going to wrap this episode up. Hopefully you learned something. I certainly did. Um, thank you for your inspired thoughts and your, you know, kind of schooling me about, you know, different players. And I really like your opinions. Um, and that was a fun list. Yes. So stay tuned. Our, our next episode will be concerning um, your top five selections for best NBA players of the 1990s. So I look forward to that. Yep. Everyone stay safe and be careful out there. Uh, yeah. With all the scariness going on, please be careful and take the proper precautions when you go outside, please. Thank you. Yep, stay safe and healthy. All right, so keep tuning in. Bye. Bye.